Hello out there in podcast land. I am Jay. And I'm D. And this is the Common Sense Academy. Where common sense just ain't common. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So, Jay, last episode we got into uh, this debate, deep conversation, I don't know, what do you want to call it, over uh, over equality, equality versus equity equality. and kind of how that played out. And I think we probably got a little more we could talk about, so let's let's touch on it a little more today. But let's let's spin that a little bit. Okay. What are you, looking, what are you thinking? Um Last time, I think we, we dug in a little more as a kind of as a big, broad picture of yep. what that looked like. I think a big place we see that play out, and you touched on it last time, was in schools. Okay. All um, right. You know, you kind of touched on the story of, uh, you know, computers that were given out, right? And one, it was a donation. The other, it was, uh, what'd you call it? You remember? Uh, uh, charity. Charity. Oh, yeah. Charity, that word, yes, that word. For, for those kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. For, <laughs> brings me back a little bit to Jerry's kids. <laughs> Some of you might remember that. <laughs> some, some of us do remember that. So, all right. Um, what do you think, man? How's that? How's that play out in the schools? Is, is broader than the computer issue? I, I think. Uh, I think how it plays out, at least as, as I've seen it across the, the the landscape, is there's multiple programs um, within our school system that are coming out. So, um, I know our our town. Um, they just introduced, I believe it was two years ago, uh, PBL. PBL. So, so project-based learning. Okay. Um, what this process I thought that might be like Pro Bowlers League or something. <laughs> you know, it may as well be considering <laughs> how the programs are run. Not all school. I should, I should take that back. I can I, I, I hear the insulting. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, run with it. Run with it. it. Yeah. Come on. Run, run. <laughs> so PBL. The PBL, project-based learning program. It's designed to put students in a group setting uh, where they learn collectively by themselves, so to speak. Oh. So, well, there is a teacher. There's a teacher that's in the program. Um, but the teacher is is really a 30,000-foot view type of entity, okay? The, the assignment is given to the students. And the way it's designed is if you have one real strong student, and, and a weaker student, and then you have the in-between students. The idea is that the students collectively bring each other up and learn in a setting similar to what you would do in a real-world work-life situation, right? If you're in an office situation or a warehouse situation and you're put into a team setting and the team has to perform a certain task for the job, the idea is if those individuals had learned how to work in those small groups earlier, a.k.a. PBL, that they would now be able to thrive in an environment like that. So it's it's taking real-world scenarios and applying it into the classroom. And some of these programs work very well. Some students thrive in them. They actually truly thrive because now, as you touched on last week, standardized testing. Mm-hmm. Right, isn't something that everyone really does. Um, you yourself, you know, you'll know, boldly claim that, you know your 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 difficulties with math. I don't know if it's a claim. But <laughs> it was definitely a moment of truth. All right, so so you you made the own claim that that mathematics isn't your strong suit. Um, yet you didn't. It's not a crutch for you. Right, right. You found a way to to maneuver around that. 
but it wasn't through the help of the school system. PBL is designed to, to allow a student to discover what their strengths are, so to speak. And other students that are maybe not as strong in some of those, those avenues can seek help amongst their peers, which might be easier for them to do versus going to an authoritarian figure as in a teacher. Um, maybe they can find help in their friend, you know, Hey, you know, what did you get for problem number one? <laughs> Shit. What'd you get? Sorry. For number two? I, man, come on. You know, I'm giving, I'm so now I'm, I know you're not neither. You, this isn't your idea. No, I get it. Absolutely. But I'm, I'm, giving, not. I'm, I'm laying my BS card because I was a kid once kids haven't changed. You really think it's easier to go to your peer and say, Hey, I don't get this. If that was the case, I, man, I think about all of the times we did group projects and there's always somebody riding somebody's coattails. Sitting back because they didn't there's want to o- do the work. Not doing anything. Yep. Letting the people who do work do the... This sounds an awful lot like socialism to me, Jay. Socialism? So now... Yeah. I, and I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I'm saying it's a bad idea on a whole. You can't... All, all learning done this way? I mean... <sighs> It takes away some of the reward for individuality. It, I think it takes away some of the responsibility for the teacher to actually teach and to recognize when a, when a student's struggling and actually spend a little more time there. And I know that our teachers are tasked. I know they're overloaded. And this is probably an attempt at fixing some of that. But it's also, Correct. I think, the way you describe it, we are preparing our kids for a socialist world where we work as a collective I mean, I'm throwing out and, catchphrases. And everyone, everyone will will thrive from the collective's right. gatherings. Now, I, I, and I worked in a manufacturing setting, uh, spent a lot of time in management of different groups, small, large, manufacturing to assembly, office work. So I worked in a lot of different environments, a lot of different groups. And although it is uh, an ideal that those groups work well in one cohesive unit, that I don't know is always a good thing. Sometimes you need some diversity, and I'm afraid, and I've seen it far too often, and I think all of us can admit to seeing this and being part of this, there's an intimidation when it comes to certain individuals, and you get those individuals in those groups, they just run with their ideas, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, 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 because they don't want to stand up to that. They don't want to seem stupid. Yes, exactly. And so that doesn't fix the problem without a lot of intervention. Now, I think on a surface level, just spitballing here. I think I'd be okay with the, the PBL if it was a targeted class, right? Okay. So most classes are taught traditionally, right, where they're instructed one-on-one or one to a group with, right. with some assistance, a right. direct, direct teaching method. But we have a PBL class, right? So when you get out in the real world, just like we don't teach common sense, we don't teach... Well, the academy act anymore. Common sense here at the academy. Well, maybe, maybe we should have some sign-ups for a couple classes, right? Because they don't teach balancing a checkbook anymore. No, they don't. They don't teach home ec. And I, I know everybody's like, oh, that's feminist. Word. No, male, female, you can all take home economics, how to manage your home. That's the one thing that everybody's got to do. Whether you're single, whether you're married, doesn't matter. Your college, once you are out of your parents' home, and even really when you're in your parents' home, you should be doing this managing your own finances, your, your, your home Your home is, economics. is your business, if you think about it. Yeah. And we don't teach that. At least most places don't teach that. 
anymore. We've gotten away from that. So why would we get away from teaching the basics, in my mind, things you have to know? I mean, there's things that everybody is going to deal with. Everybody that drives a car is going to need to know basics on how to pay attention to their car, how to change a flat tire, right? Uh, you sure call it AAA, right? Uh, you know, okay, whatever. My point is there are some basics in our lives that we all experience. We should teach how to manage those things, but we don't. Now we say, well, let's teach PBL style. Let's teach the whole group how to work together as a collective. That seems to me almost like propaganda. And I know that's not going to be popular, but man, that sounds like socialism. It is. It's definitely a good setup for that. It's a good foundation to start that process. Well, absolutely. Because if the, if these if the kids of, of, of today, like you said, if they become ingrained, if it becomes ingrained in their heads. Yeah, we're they, acclimating they have to socialism to, right yes, away. They have to work to, as a group in order to accomplish this one goal versus pull yourself up by your bootstraps and roll your sleeves up and let's get the job done. If you, the entrepreneurial spirit at that point, I believe. The very foundation of this country. Exactly. We're eroding it from the educational level once again. So we diminish that to, to, to what end? To the end of getting rid of a capitalistic society sure. and moving more into socialism. And, and then putting it under the guise of equality and equity. Yeah, I'm seeing this play out, right? So think about it. Let's carry this teacher-student PBL rule. Okay. Right? Let's just say starts out teacher 30,000-foot level. Like you said, basically upper-level management. Right. Well, let's move that to adult life. Who's that teacher in adult life? Senator, governor. President. You, president. And there's a few small groups you all work collectively while I supervise and dictate. Yeah, I use that word intentionally. Dictate to <laughs> you direction. our direction. Yep. But then you all collectively come together, work towards the common goal. Now, who decides what that common goal is, Jay? The person on top. Because in school, who's setting that common goal? The teacher. Here's what you're being graded on. Here's your project. Work together. Now, I know maybe you're going to tie this together and say it's simplistic, but that's crap. It's real. It starts somewhere. This is how you indoctrinate people. We know that our universities have been pushing a socialist agenda. It's ironic you say that because the universities, as I understand it, are the ones who are in part pushing the PBL programs because they're saying that their students within the universities are moving more towards the PBL style setting sure they versus are. traditional classroom. So Makes as sense. these students come in, they are going to the high schools and the elementary schools and saying, this is what we're doing in our setting. We want you to mimic that. So for those out there mm -hmm. who are sports fanatics, take the NFL <laughs> right, and college football. What the NFL does as far as rules and regulations, go blue, rules and regulations, the the NCAA does as well, right? Mm -hmm. So as as big brother goes, little brother starts to follow and change the rules to accommodate. That way when these, these athletes go into the next level, they're already prepared for what they're going to, to be in, minus a few things here, here, here and there. So the universities are going to the, 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 the uh elementary schools and high schools and saying this is what we expect the incoming students and incoming classes to to be like so Man, that's we, scary to we me. suggest we strongly suggest that you start moving yourselves towards these programs we're eliminating individualism Jay. absolutely we are where's absolutely the individual where is the 
the drive to succeed as an individual. Me, right? Bounce back to, to my story of struggling with math. I knew I'd need some math. My career choice took me to need some math. I, you have to have some math to function yep. in this world. You're going to be taken advantage Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Am I a math whiz? No, 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 no. But I knew it. I struggled through it. I stayed up late at night. I did my homework. I did my work. I did the best I could. It was not good grades, but I learned. Right. And that's the goal of being in school, right, is to learn, to come learn out of it grow. knowing yes. something, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If, you, if you were in school getting straight A's all the time and no effort, what's the point of even being there? You already know it, right? You're, right. Done, you're done with schooling. That's the point. Where's the individual sense of responsibility? Where is the accountability, the, the personal accountability to grow, to develop, to invent, to become something, to do the very same things that the founding fathers of this nation set out to do. What makes this nation what it is, what makes it great, what sets it apart is individualism. Our, if you will, rebellious spirit to do it my way, to figure it out, to fail, to get back up again, to do it again, to fail, to get back up and learn from the past and do it again and succeed and then have everybody look at you and go, whoa, you know, the, they got it easy. They don't know the work that gets put in. Exactly. I think you hit it right there. Failure actually is the secret to success. Heck yes. That people more, all too often overlook. Uh, there was an actor that, that went on a, I believe it was a YouTube clip or a TikTok clip. I can't remember where I saw it now. That said, when you're in the gym, for those who want to get bigger and stronger and faster and more agile, they work out to the point of what? Failure. Yep. To their body muscle can failure. Know muscle failure. So that they can expand and grow and overcome that failure. In life, it's the same thing. You want to be an entrepreneur? You're going to fail the first time you do it. Maybe, well, you but not. you're going to have failures along the way for sure. Within that, within that realm, right? And, and the only way to overcome that is to get yourself up off the floor, get back in the fight, and keep pushing forward. But if you know you have three, four, or five people in a group around you that are going to pick up the slack where, where you can't, then where's your fight at that point? If you're in the gym and you know you got to spother all the time, mm -hmm. are you going to push yourself? Or are you going to say, you know what, eh, I know they're there, so I'll put a couple extra extra plates on this bar, and I know they'll get me. No, don't worry about it. Don't push yourself to the point of failure because you know you've got that safety net there. You have that 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 basket that's gonna that, hmm. that warm snuggie that's <clears throat> around yeah. you all the time and it's never gone, right? Yeah, it, it, and I really think that weakens the individual. Absolutely. It now does. There, there's there's something I used to tell people. As I gain more responsibility in different roles, uh, I tell people, you know, the difference between what I do now and what I did before is my mistakes now have more zeros attached. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But the point to that is I still made mistakes. Yeah. I didn't get more responsibility, gain a higher status within a corporation because I was perfect. It was because I was improving and I was growing and I was better today than I was yesterday. And the only reason was is because I watched myself make mistakes, admitted to them, grew from them, had personal accountability. I was accountable to myself and those people around me to the errors I was making and the promise to grow from them. We, we apologize, Academy. He used the A word. <laughs> accountability? Oh, my gosh. 
I can hear the emails <laughs> dropping now. He used the A word, people. Well, that's missing. And it's one it of sure the things is. I'll harp on all day long is personal accountability. What happened? I know we're a little off track, but I'm going to go with this because what happened to apologizing, saying, I'm sorry, I screwed that up. But you know what? I know what I did, and I learned from it. Here's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to make it better next time. Who doesn't respect that? Oh, it's, you know, it's a fear piece, right? Okay, yeah, but we all do it, and who doesn't do it? And who doesn't respect a little bit of honesty coming from somebody? Sure, you might catch crap from people around you, but they're the only ones that are afraid to admit their mistake on their own. Can't do it in this day and age now. You know why? Because it's cancel culture. False. If you step up now and you say, hey, I'm sorry I made you feel some, some kind of way. I'm sorry the words I used didn't make you feel warm and fuzzy. I understand now where you're coming from. When you do that, the cancel culture police come out and they instantly say, you admitted to being a misogynistic. You've admitted to being a racist. You've admitted to being homophobic. By you apologizing for your actions or you apologizing for the words you use, whether it was intended that way or not, it, it is now a, a level of, a, well, it's, it's almost like a carte blanche card for people to cancel you. Go ahead then. Right. I would rather say, you know what, I'm a misogynist, I'm a sexist, I'm a racist. I had a moment. It doesn't make me that ist. It makes me human. Makes you human. I had a failure. I had a moment where I let a side of my ugly come out because we all got ugly inside of us. We push it down. Some do better than others, but we push it down. I let a piece come out. I let you see a little bit of the ugly. I'm sorry. I'm trying to grow, and I'm willing to admit that I just saw that in me. Dude, for real. <laughs> I would much rather be called any one of those names than non-responsive, non-learning, ignorant, stubborn yeah, the, the, fool. The problem is that the, you were of the mindset. Okay, so you don't have the veil of deception over your eyes, right? You can see what the words are, are, are doing. You can see what the actions are, are, are meaning. There are those out there that don't see it, that can't see it, and they're not listening to the words that are coming out of our quote-unquote leaders' mouths. And not just our leaders, but some of our peers as well. They're not seeing that. So, well, yes, I, I, I agree with you. I would rather be called those names knowing that I'm growing and I'm, I'm as some people have said, evolving. Okay? Mm -hmm. I, I don't like Developing. that Developing. How's that? Developing. I like that better. <clears throat> there are a lot of people out there that are so fearful of, of saying the wrong thing or stepping the wrong way or, or, or. What are we just, creating? Just, we, we are creating a society of, uh, I, I don't even like. You got to live word. in a bubble. They're, they're, they're weaker individuals because they don't have the intestinal fortitude to stand up and say enough's enough. Hmm. So I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a parallel here. I'm seeing strong, not so strong individuals. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them weaker individuals, as you said. And you notice how they always hang out in a group. They're rarely alone when they speak out. Hmm. Group learning. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I, I, we all I together. We're all right. together in this group. Yeah. And we all decided that we don't like you because you might have said a bad word or something mm -hmm. that hurt somebody's feelings, or heaven forbid. 
you said my race or nationality and had a chuckle, even though I took it out of context. Heaven forbid that might happen. I heard the word Mexican, and that seemed funny to me that you would say Mexican, even though I didn't hear the part about how you had Mexican food last night and got sick. Suddenly now I'm offended because you clearly said something bad about my race. That's ridiculous. It's but insane. But that's happening all around us. People are becoming hypersensitive, mm -hmm. hearing what they want to hear, not even hearing the whole thing and interpreting, making it up in their own mind as they go along. And you're responsible for that is insanity. Just be responsible for yourself. Admit when you're making mistakes, man. I know that's hard. And it's harder every day. Or even how about this? But you're not alone. I'm out here. I'm doing it. I apologize when I make mistakes. Well, how about ask the questions? How about simply if you're not sure, you heard the word. You heard the word Mexican, right? Let's just say that, for example. Sure. You heard the word Mexican. Rather than immediately jumping to a conclusion about the conversation, maybe you say, hey, um, I'm sorry. Let me interrupt. I, I heard you say something real quick about Mexicans. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm Mexican. What, I just heard you mention that. What what's going on? Yeah, and there you go. And then and then get the full context of the conversation, <clears throat> or or right? stop it or, right there, or, right? Exactly. Or if it is going in the wrong direction, there's your opportunity to step yeah, up and it. be a leader and say, you know, <laughs> I I don't agree with what you're saying. And I think if you continue on that path, you're probably, if not 100 percent sure, that you're going to insult somebody who is of Mexican descent. We're so, we're, so, right? we're so ready to be insulted. And, and, I, and I say Mexican we're just waiting. as a point of example. Individuals, yeah. I, I'm not saying it, you know, it, it to be derogatory towards it. Just simply using it as an example. That it could be anything. Uh, a, a blonde. It could be a brunette, a redhead, a black man, a white man. An, an overweight Asian, person. Overweight, skinny. It doesn't matter yeah. who it is. Take your pick. If the conversation is being taken in the context, which more happens more often than not, we are so afraid to have a conversation because of what you said. I'd rather jump on Facebook or I'd rather jump on <laughs> that's Instagram. What, that's what it seems to have become. Right? And I'm going to blast this person or I'm going to, what, what's, uh, what is it on, um, on YouTube? I owned you now. I destroyed you. <laughs> right? So we would rather go Ownership, that isn't that bounce back to slavery? Uh-oh. I can't go there. <laughs> I can't. I can. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> That is a whole other topic. Oh my gosh! <laughs> See, I'm it. sorry, Jay. Was that racist? You know, in the context of what we were talking about, I don't think it was. I don't think so either. But if it was, I'm sorry. I'm trying to grow. No, uh, you're all right. No, you, you know, man. Right. No, here's the truth, though. That's it. Owned you, right? That's it. We want to own people. We, we want, want to, to be bigger. better. Yeah, exactly. Bigger. Yep. More important. Yep. Right. People, I honestly, are so waiting to get hurt. Thicken your skin a little, folks. A little. Come on. I've been called so many names, I can't count it. If I cried and fought over every one of them, some stuff, it's just not worth it. You consider the source and go, wow. Mm -hmm. Move on. Other times, you know, if it's you, like I said, just be accountable. I think how many problems we could solve by just owning up to the fact that you're not perfect. I, I, you aren't better than everybody. You're not. And, and the, problem that, the problem that we have is that our government... And I, let me back up. It's not just the government. I think our society is so, they're so, in, it's, it's, so it's so ingrained in them um, with all the social programs we have out there, right? And this, mm -hmm. is, this is the problem you have when you, when you start 
when you start diving into the equality equity issues, yeah we should probably okay? get back on track a little well bit. i think i don't think we really got off the track if, if you really think about it everything we just talked about you can go back and say, well, why did they put a PBL program in place, right? Yeah. So we talked about socialism. I do believe that, that socialism it is at the like core, it. right? It Maybe under like disguise, but I think if you really, I think you're right. I think if you really break it down and you look at it, I think it is an indoctrination into socialism, okay? We have a, a lot of our, our teachers out there um, are extremely liberal, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that is their, their opinion, that is their view, I respect that. Because mm-hmm. that's who they are. I think you're wrong, but I, I, I respect yeah, you. I don't. I don't agree, <laughs> but I still respect yeah, whatever. you. Okay. Yep. But when you when you force that agenda on an individual and you don't give them an option or a choice to see the other side of the the equation, that's when you're doing a, uh, an injustice to our youth. And I think the PBL program, though it may work out very very well for a lot of indi- individuals out there, and I take nothing from those individuals who learned and grew from it. But I think that at the core of it, we really have to ask the question, why is this coming up and why do we think this is such a great thing if other entities and other countries aren't doing it, but their educational system is still thriving without that, right? Well, it's known that the United States educational system is not it's falling the apart. envy of the world. No, it's, fall- it's falling apart and it gets worse and worse every year. So why are we trying to change the formula? Well, it, again, we, we, we look at it from a standardized test program. We look at it from an economic standpoint and we say, well these aren't equal we need to add to this add to that rather than looking at the root cause of the true problems okay but then how's the system equitable jay i don't see it i don't see how this i I think they're i think they're they're trying to make it equitable i think i think by constantly putting in these new new age type of programs right every every school if you go to uh let's just we'll, 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 we'll go Jane Doe, Jane Doe Town, okay. and John Doe Town. Because I want to, I don't want to put any cities out there that huh. that uh, <laughs> that I might insult. Fine. We'll go Jane Doe Town and John Doe Town. Okay, Jane Doe Town has uh, students that are labeled as 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 less than or 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 challenged. Okay, John Doe Town has affluent students. So we'll just we'll just put that one. There, All right. Okay. Rich town, poor town. Rich town, there poor you go. town. There you go. Even better. So. In poor towns, they even poor in, students can learn like white students. Well, I, I, I don't <laughs> know. That was not my politicians. I know it was. I know where you're going with that people. one too. Sorry, not according to some of our politicians. That, that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. the the poor students, the perception is that they don't want to learn. They're they they're too wild and too rambunctious, or they don't have enough resources to to really stay on par with rich town. Okay, so we put in all these social programs to help elevate those kids now on the surface i think they're they're decent programs i think when you when you give better quality equipment when you give newer textbooks uh, when you give ipads or Mm. microsoft services to to students to help them research properly to stay on par i think those things can be can be really good things and they can be done well but when you're doing it and saying, well, we have to give this to you because you, you, you're you just too poor to, to take care of this. And we know you're not going to take care of it. And we know you're not going to, to look after it. And you'll probably use it for something you shouldn't. But we believe we have to take care of you. Okay. Hold the on. Key- Can I stop you right there a second? Yeah, go for it. So that's equality. Yeah, that is equality. That's equality. Right. We're giving those things equally. We think you deserve it. Are they well, doing- it's only, well, if, only we think- if you're giving it to, to, okay. to, to Rich Town, too. And yeah. it's not always that way. Yeah, but Rich Collin can afford it, so we're making it equal. 
by giving it to so you. That we're taking it. we're taking some money from rich town in their tax dollars, and then we're going to give it to poor town kids. So because that, it, or you need be, to make it equal, so they they have some equality. Wouldn't that but, be a little more equity then? <clears throat> I don't think that's equity at all because this is the piece that's missing. They got the hardware, they got the iPad, the computer, the whatever, the electronics. Did they get the level of training how to use that? To further there, their education? There you go. Did that piece come along? Probably not. If that piece didn't come along, that's not equitable. That's equal. I've given each of you computers, and maybe I didn't give you a computer, Rich Town, because you can afford them and nobody needs to give you nothing. But we're going to give Poor Town the computers, because here you go, kids. Here's your iPhone. Here's your cell phone. Here's your laptop. Here's your iPad. Whatever you want to give them. Have fun. Now you have what the rich kids have. That's equality. Equity is the next step. Equity is saying, not only does Rich Town have it, but they got teachers teaching them how to use it, and they're using it in the classroom. But Poor not, Town not kids, we not well. Okay, let's get back to that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's not the equity part comes in with the extra training. Understand that these same Poor Town kids haven't had maybe some of this. Not, and I'm not being specific, right? right, I, this right. Is yep, yep. Just examples. Running yes. the scenario. Examples, Academy. Same kids examples. don't have said knowledge on this equipment, right? Right. That's like going into uh, some some tribe somewhere in the South Pacific that's never seen but hiding their hair of humans and handing them an iPad and go, here you go. Yeah, go now for you're it. equal to the rest of the world. <laughs> right? What are they going to do with the thing? <laughs> <laughs> you can you can make up all kinds of ideas, oh, but yeah. you get oh, the yeah. point, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Without the training, that piece is useless. I agree. Sure, you're equal, but like you just touched on, we don't know what you're going to do with it, but here you go. Yeah. You need the training to go with it, and and that's where we're coming up short. I think is is in the extra effort. We're giving things equally. We're handing things out equally in schools, in districts. Well, we have to we have to look at are, are we are we really doing that though? <clears throat> well, are, are, so every, there's initiatives to do so. Is every school getting the that. same the same dollars? Is every no, they're not the same amount. And that I guess that's based for on me. based on students. But I, and why? I, I don't right? know if, that if, that's a good way to do it either. I, I don't I don't disagree. So I, I asked the question of well, well why? What do, what do you what do we want to do? Right? What's what's the end game here? What is the ultimate goal? of transforming or adding to or detracting from to get our kids systems. out of the school system and not have them come back that seems to be the goal right now yeah. we need you to just, just quote go. unquote pass and move on yeah out of my hair yeah and 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 there therein there there lies the problem that we have with our educational system there is a problem you have when you're constantly trying to to make you're try, constantly trying to make the 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 system equitable for all right i think you you constantly will fall up short when there there's too many hands in the cookie jar <laughs> there really are right yeah and, oh, and, yeah and every one of those hands has a different agenda and none of those people are talking none of those people are coming up with an idea that says okay where do we want this country to go? Forget about forget about the states individually. Forget about the towns individually. Forget about the cities and neighborhoods, your homes. Where do we want the country to go? And how do we get there moving forward? So I look at China, okay? And I'm, 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 gonna, I'm actually going to praise China, for example, for, for, for one second here. And I, I know people out there mm-hmm. aren't going to like I'm giving it. you that raised eyebrow. Absolutely. Go ahead. Let's, let's hear it. I'm going to praise China because China said decades ago, <clears throat> Over the next course of generations, we want to be, and we will, not want, we will be the sole superpower 
we will be the the experts in mathematics we'll be the experts in science mm. we'll be the experts in military great right they've executed their goal they have executed their goal almost yeah. okay. flawlessly I'm and they've used their enemies' dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> to Us. do so right yeah Yet we sit back and, and we are so high on our horse that, oh, well, no one's going to touch us because we, we have the best this, we're the best that. And, and uh, to the be downfall clear, of every great society. To be clear, I fully <clears throat> believe, fully, fully believe that the United States of America is the greatest country on the planet, right? Even with all the problems that we have, even with all the issues, both social and, and otherwise, and economic as well, I still believe that the United States of America is the greatest country on the planet. And you I hate us because so you ain't blessed us. to have been born in this country and not somewhere yes, else. Sir. Okay. I'm into that. But I look at what we have done generation after generation after generation. You look back at the history books, the ones that aren't tainted, the ones that aren't you know, changed. <laughs> Where'd you, you find those? <laughs> library. I know. I've dated, <laughs> What's I have a, now dated myself. Library. <laughs> I didn't I didn't use the Google or Wiki. The book archive. <laughs> That place with old dusty books go to die. <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> oh my god! Remember these sell those door to door systems. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All right, get off track. We're getting off track. But but you you look at history and you, you you with each generation we are continuing to fail, right? And you can you can point to social media. You can point to multiple distractions. I will. I honestly will say that if I had an opportunity to be a youth in this day and age, pass. I, I can't I cannot begin mm. to imagine the difficulties that our youth have today. And the problem is we haven't given them any real guidance on how to get through that. Maybe because we don't understand it as adults or mentors or teachers or leaders. Maybe we need to go back and, and get a better grasp on what's happening. But we need We need to stop experimenting with our kids. Yes, we need a national doctrine. That says, this is what we're going to do, and here's who we're going to be going forward. Socialism mm. is not the answer. And for those out there who believe that we can perform socialism better than the other socialist countries. And those not are, only that believe it, the ones that are being taught it being right taught now. That. That, that's all you hear. I'm, I'm begging you to question what you're hearing. Yes, please ask the questions. Please stop and take a look at what your schools are doing. And I'm not st suggesting that any students out there, whether you be, whether you are a second grader or you're a senior or you're a university student, I'm not suggesting that you rise up and you, you, you completely disrespect any individual of authority or, or those who are out there to mm -hmm. teach you. What I am asking you to do is simply ask the questions, why, how come, what if, right? You have that ability to ask a question. You're smarter than you think you are. You're stronger than you think you are. You don't need a social network or net rather to keep you afloat. You have it ingrained in you to be entrepreneurial. So that kind of bounces us right back to this pro bowlers thing. Yeah. We talked PBL, about initially. Oh, PBL. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You don't need the group to support you. No, you can think you on your own. And I think that's what we're destroying here, Jay. Yes. So let's kind of wrap this up a little bit. How do we solve this? What do you think? What, do, what are your suggestions? I mean, we've kind of laid the problems out there, and I think we all can nod and say, yeah, there's problems. You and some what? might agree, disagree with, with what we think they are. I think we need a national goal. 
I think when, when, well, maybe when, something other than remember we had economics. Space race? We had a space race. Yeah, right? we did. We will be the first to the moon. We will make it in this the decade. The country rallied. Yeah, they did. They rallied. I don't think we made it, by the way. But hey, <laughs> that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> another podcast. Another podcast. But we rallied. But we did. Yeah, we, we had, got behind. We it. had a common goal, and the country rallied. We're, we are so splintered today because we are relying on conservative and liberal. Democrat and Republican. We're getting played. Exactly. We are getting played Our and distracted. Our leaders are, are, are dangling the carrot over here, mm-hmm. right, while picking our pockets over here. It almost feels like it's it, it's more about who to hate. Yes. Who to disagree with. Yes. Simply because ideology or political ideology, rather than let's improve together, right? We hear all the focuses, and, and I, I'm struggling to think of one, so I'm going to say I can't remember one. A politician who said recently, boy, correct me if I'm wrong, go ahead. I can't remember one saying we need to focus on education. Now, I know there's been, you know, the presidential wives and things have done some things. But what I'm saying is presidential platforms are always defense, economics. And foreign affairs. And foreign affairs, right? Yeah, those three. Yeah. That's always the platforms, right? Yep. Yep. I've never... Well, it's been a long time if I've heard it. I can't remember hearing leaders getting up, even governmental leaders, state level, saying our state is going to be number one in math, right? I've heard the change as well. We're switching to Common Core. We're switching to Chicago math. We're switching. Why are we continually trying to reinvent the wheel? We know what math is. We know. That's the beauty of math, actually, taken from somebody who sucks at it. The beauty of math is... It's consistent and it's reliable. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's supposed you, to be. Any time, yeah. though, numbers are put together, they, they provide systematic methodology for getting results. Yep. It is truly the one <clears throat> universal language that we have. Yeah. All right? Right. And so if we know this and we know how it works, we know how to teach it because we taught it so well for so long. We taught other countries. We were the best in mathematics. Yep. Why are we reinventing the wheel of something that's consistent? Because we've lost our way. Yeah. We've, we've, why? We have lost our way. But why? What's driving? What's driving this change? Greed. Who, greed in, in what? I, I really wonder who, who said we need a better way to teach math. Honestly, because kids are failing, then fine. Then maybe this, this group method is what you do with the students who are failing it. You gather up the ones that are really struggling and you bring them into groups and you let them work together and share where their weaknesses are because not everybody's weak in the same areas in mathematics. Right. Yep. And I'm harping on mathematics, but you do this with, with different courses. But let's focus on teaching our kids because where are we headed but down every year? Our schools seem weaker. We produce weaker students. We produce students that have to go, have to, but end up in these classrooms where they're group learning, where we're removing individuality, the drive to succeed as an individual. And I'm all for, let me be really clear on this, I'm all for those that are strong in something, feeling convicted, and the need to help someone yes, who's to help not. Someone else. Yes. This is not selfish. This is not selfism. This is you 
recognizing your strengths and your weaknesses, accountability. Again, yep. that stupid A word keeps that coming A back, but I, I thrive up. on it. We're going to get fined by FCC. Yeah, I don't care. Be accountable. <laughs> I'm really good at this, and I see you're struggling, man. Hey, can I help you? Right. I'm good at this, and I'm not so good at this, but I know you are. You're not worthless. You're just not good at this, but you're good at this, and I need that. Now, see, I think, I think... That was the premise of where PBL came from. I believe. Sure, that but that's somebody... going to be initiated by the kid who's good at something. No, I agree with you. But the, how, all the but ones in the many, middle aren't how, doing nothing with that. How many kids do you know are strong enough and have enough courage to do that? And that, no, the, no they're point, not. And that's, that's facilitated by the teacher. That has to be an adult-led conversation. I agree. I agree. And you start teaching that, and then those kids, when they learn that process, and it has to come from the home too. It, well, for sure, it needs to come from an adult. It needs to be taught by an adult or a authority figure, someone that's respected that can teach that. Yep. That pattern, that creates a successful system. Correct. Because carry that out. I've become successful in the world standard of business, right? I've got a huge conglomerate business, makes millions and billions of dollars, right? I'm, I don't know, heck, pick one. Pick one. Well, take Amazon. All right, fine. I'm Jeff Bezos. Yep. I've done something great in... Don't start with me on this pandemic because he's the only one benefiting from this stupid thing. <laughs> but you know what? That's not his fault. Correct. <laughs> he set something up. Genius. Boop. Yes. A book club that grew into so much more. Yes. Okay. I'm Jeff Bezos. I'm making so much money I can't stand it. Everything's successful. Everybody knows me. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I need to back up my bus now and step down to those who need a taller box. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Analogy time. Mm-hmm. Let's be equitable. Let's mm-hmm. be responsible. Let me have a little culpability on myself saying, I've been successful. I need to show someone else how to do this. See, I've, I've right always, back to it. always said that. My, my entire career, I have always said, I have never vilified the quote-unquote one percenters, ever. Ever have I vilified them. But what I have said is, you have responsibility as a one percenter to give back to those who maybe just want a little bit of knowledge, right? And I'm not suggesting that you you give away what you earn. You give away your you trade secrets. Yeah. yeah, don't give away your trade secrets. Don't give away your mansions, your house. Don't get, No one's asking you to give away what you've earned. And let's be clear, you earned what you have, okay? Might tip my hat to you. But there are those who would love to have a little piece of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Something that you can't learn from a book or help, from a classroom. Help me out. What am I Just missing? Right? Little, little, that little extra yeah. oomph. And if you can do that as a leader, as a mentor, imagine where we would be today. Go back, go back to your high school. Go back to the classroom and have a chat with the students. Can you imagine what a, a kid would do for those who, who are into electronics, computers, if a Bill Gates walked into a high school and gave a, a symposium on, on, on entrepreneurship, or, or if, you know, if, if uh, Steve Jobs was still alive, mm. if he were to walk into a high school well, even across, that. Around, the, around the U.S., <clears throat> right? Not just in one pocket, across the U.S. I'm talking you know, rich city, poor city. Doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Doesn't matter. You're stepping down and you're you're putting another box under the under the short guy so yes. they can see over the fence. Correct. I'm thinking even lesser than that. I'm thinking like the small business person, right? Okay. Who's struggling. Okay. Wants to be where you're at. Why not step down and don't don't charge for a seminar, right? Yeah. 
I am going to come to your community and you know what? I'm from your area. Yeah. Small business people come meet with me and let's just, let's just talk. Let's yes. reaffirm each other. Right. And you can come into that meeting and say, Hey, you know, I know your struggle. I feel the struggles. I did this out of my garage. I had months where I couldn't meet my bills. My family wanted me to quit. All of these things that small business people go through, the process, the right. pain that nobody sees. Everybody right. always sees the glory. Everybody always sees when it's successful. Yeah, they don't see the they all vilify the person, you know, the owner of the company. <laughs> people, there's so much pain behind that. Yes. There is so much effort, so much loss, struggle, frustration, headaches, sleepless nights. So much that goes into it. That's why if someone came down, if you will, that's successful, met with entrepreneurs and just gave them that encouragement, mm-hmm. right? Could you imagine the power behind that? Jay, I know you're struggling, man. This is tough. I've been there. This market will improve. Here's some things maybe you could do that I learned. I wished I would have done that I saw other people do or that I did later on and I learned from because I made a mistake. Yep. Can you let me help you avoid that? Can you you imagine the 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 level of of pride and the I guess the the infusion of drive? Mm-hmm. into someone's life if they saw someone of that stature come That's down. just a little bit of being equitable, in yep. my opinion. I agree with it that. It doesn't have to be money. I mean, we always think equity should be money, right? Evening out of resources. That's socialism, and we were beat to death with that yep. socialism piece. Socialism doesn't work, folks. It does not it's work. It's never Wake worked. Wake up. It ever. does not work. It, it's utopian. As long as there's a sinful, broken world we live in, it will not work because somebody wants more. Yes. Done. If it's perfect, if no one had greed, socialism would be the way to go, 100%. All share. But that's not the way we're, we live in. We're works. broken people. Yeah. So it won't work. Capitalism works. Capitalism is a way up. But capitalism without that piece of truly giving back, giving of yourself, being equitable, and fast fa. Fostering <laughs> equity. <laughs> fostering equity, yeah. not equality. Yeah. Fostering equity, higher up, coming down and giving of themselves, not taking their money, not taking their stuff, not washing it out. Oh, they need to pay more taxes. No, they need to give more of themselves. You need to feel that inside you. That's what we have to foster. We have to foster that, that feeling inside that I need to give back. Yeah. That's how I set my success. I'm, yeah, I'm successful in business by the world standards. I make money, all this. We need to judge success by more now. It needs to be, I'm successful because not only did I struggle through this, I did it, but I also gave to people that I see that are going through the same thing and I helped build them up. Yep. And you want that person to walk away saying, I'm going to be the next dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I'm going to be the next dot, dot, dot. Right? Think of that legacy. Men, women, children, it doesn't matter who you are, race, creed, color, it does not matter if everyone is given that opportunity, that sense, right? Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I, I look at it this way. I think, I, I think people in this country are, again, we said in a few podcasts earlier, they are hungry for leadership. They are hungry for guidance, real leadership and real guidance. Those and that comes who, in a different form than what we see today. Oh, abs, 100% correct. So, listen, every every week we put a challenge out there, right? And, Jay, yeah. D, I, I love the challenges you put out there. I'd like to put, out, put one out this Yeah, this give week. it to me. I want to put one out to those business owners, those one percenters, 
the entrepreneurs. Everybody not listening to us. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> because they're too busy working, right? No. <laughs> I, I challenge those. And okay, well, let's, let's take it that way. I challenge the ones who are working for those individuals to ask them if they would give some of their time to help somebody else beneath them. Mm. Those who are listening, who are entrepreneurs, who are business individuals, who made it, I challenge you to go back and give back. I'm not asking for charity. I'm not asking you for, for you to, to, to throw away what you've earned because you earned it. Congratulations. You made it. What I am asking is that you take a step back and look at your successes and how can you translate some of that success, a little, just a small piece of success in terms of knowledge to someone who doesn't have it. Yeah, so you just, someone who's struggling. You just called us all out because Calling what you out. just said right there was everybody's got somebody below them struggling with something they've struggled with that they can help with. Yep. That doesn't mean you have to be at the top of the pile. You be in the middle of the pile, look down and go, oh man, I remember struggling with that. Let me help. Let me tell you something. Let me just, the tiny thing, share something. I like that. I like that challenge, man. All right, accept it. All right. So thanks again for visiting with us, everybody. And uh, as always, we'd love to get your feedback. And yeah, we just like hearing from you. We always get great suggestions and uh, gives us something to focus on. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can always reach out at the Common Sense Academy for you at gmail.com. That's the Common Sense Academy. The number four, the letter U, at gmail.com. All right, goodbye, everybody. Be good to each other. God bless everybody.